Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Musai Collective. I'm your host, Lindsay Cabrera. And before we start, I want to remind you all that we have a full moon in Aquarius happening this Friday, July 23rd. So make sure to set new intentions, release what no longer serves you, and step into your next cycle. I also have a brand new Musai mix from past guest Black Girl, White Girl over in Amsterdam, which you can find on my SoundCloud page at Musai Collective. On today's episode, you'll be meeting the one and only magical Kim Booth, the creator of the Cosmic Pineapple Experiences in Ibiza. Kim curates and creates the Cosmic Pineapple events and website. She's also a yoga teacher and crystal sound healer who weaves sacred sounds, breath, movement, and stories into her variety of offerings. Today, we discuss her origin story, the evolution of Cosmic Pineapple, creating your own reality, and so much more. This Cosmic Musai is a frequency to watch and you can follow her at Well Cosmic Pineapple or at Kim Booth. I hope you enjoy this episode and here's Kim Booth on Musai Collective. Hello, Kim. Welcome to Musai Collective Podcast. How are you doing over there in Ibiza? I'm good. Thank you. I just had a really nice day. Went to the beach and saw some friends and yeah, happy to talk to you. Sounds lovely. I'm so happy to have you here today. And for everyone listening, I've met Kim during our dance music public relations days. And I've been keeping up with Kim since she moved into a different direction with her work and magical new projects over the years. And I'm so excited, Kim, to share with our listeners your story and what you're up to these days. (laughs) As I mentioned, once upon a time, you worked in electronic dance music as a publicist and a boutique agency owner of Rebel Butterfly, representing some of the world's top DJs and events. Can you share with us your origin story and what inspired you to move into the direction to launch Cosmic Pineapple? I first started working, so I think my my first introduction to dance music, which actually has come full circle in this path now, was going to Ibiza when I was 16, which is where I live now. I came to the islands when I was 16 and I didn't even know anything about dance music before that point. And I don't think I listened to any whilst I was here, but something happened when I was on the islands. And then when I came back, I was like listening to all of the, the dance music shows, reading all of the magazines. And um, then I got a job when I was 18 uh, as work experience for a magazine called Ministry Magazine. And they really liked me, so they kept me on. And then I went from there to other magazines and I fell fell into PR, literally, at Defected Records. And I worked there and it was like kind of around the time of Roger Sanchez, Another Chance, which just had its 20th anniversary, which is crazy. (laughs) Um, I I was working there and that is when I kind of started to really get into it all and, you know, that was a time of like when Soulful House was huge and I just, I had the best time. And then I went on to work for a record label called Underwater Records, which was Darren Emerson, who used to be in Underworld's record label. And from then I went traveling in 2005. And I guess that was my first, I, I still think Ibiza was my first spiritual awakening, but the traveling was my first more conscious one, let's say. And I, I remember going to a Buddhist temple in Bangkok and reading a book about Buddhism that just really stuck, struck me. And one being a Buddhist philosophy is that when you strip everything away from yourself everything that you own all of your possessions everyone that you're happy with what is in the center and another one is to treat everyone that you meet like they're better than you or at least that they're equal than you so and I just remember that always stuck in my head and then I came back from traveling and I moved to Ibiza and I got a job doing a PR managing for different parties and from then on I was always in then I started then I moved to Paris that winter it's a lot um, I started my own PR 
um, <laughs> called Rebel Butterfly. And the name came because um, the two songs that I really loved, and that was David Bowie, Rebel Rebel, and a song by Mason Jennings called Butterfly, um, who's a Canadian artist, actually. I found it when I was travelling, and I just loved it. And I put the two together. Before I had any knowledge about you know, the symbolism of animals and, and stuff like that. And, um, but the butterfly through transformation guided me and the rebellious spirit is always in me as well. Yeah, I started up with a PR company and then every summer I would come to Ibiza and work. And I worked for all of the parties on the island pretty much. And then in the winter, I would travel and live in different places. So I first kind of did the cities, like the Paris and Berlin, Iceland, New York, London, obviously. And then I started to travel. And then when I started to kind of go a little bit deeper into the traveling and I just, this whole other world opened up. And I did my first yoga training in 2012 in India. And that was kind of, I guess, the, the opening of the doorways even more. And at first, I always used to want to bring this knowledge that I was learning. Then I went to, I started going to Central and South America and learning more things there as well. And I just wanted to bring all of this information into the dance world. Like that was always my intention is to plant these seeds. So every conversation I would have, I'd like secretly put in some kind of information. <laughs> I did it um, very under the radar for a lot of years. And then I just, I just, I had quite a few things happen in my life where like big traumas that I just couldn't do my old job anymore. So, and you know, as, as we get older as well, I just, I didn't want to be out in the parties anymore. And I guess I've become a lot more sensitive. Yeah. And then I started Cosmic Pineapple. I remember I was in Mexico. So at the beginning of, so 2012, I'm sure, you know, was, is, is the end of the mind, was the end of the mind calendar. And even though it wasn't the end of the world, just a lot of people thought, I, I feel like it was a huge, the beginning of a huge shift that we're kind of still in, in almost in layers. It's like the onion coming off the skin um, or we're breaking through the, la- the layers. So I started the year in, in Nepal doing a Vipassana, 10-day silence. Then I did my yoga training. Then I went back to London and, and worked. And then at the end of that year, I went and did, did a 10-day medicine retreat in Mexico at the end of the Mayan calendar. And I remember I stayed in a little treehouse above a cenote and there's, I've always loved pineapples. And there was this pineapple then. It just looked so happy. So I was like taking a picture of it. And I was like, oh, happy cosmic pineapple. And then, <laughs> I, and then I was, um, and then I went to stay with my friends in, in Oaxaca just afterwards at a hostel called Mariposa, which also means butterfly. And then I just registered the domain then not really knowing what it was going to be or why. I just knew that it sounded good. And and then, yeah, and then I started Cosmic Pineapple in its form from, I was in Guatemala at Lake Atitlan doing a meditation course at the Las Piramides. Whilst I was there, I started the website and I started the first articles to the website. And the initial thing about Cosmic Pineapple was to share information that I had been learning and also from the healers and the teachers that were already walking the path in a more digestible format. So, because I think I always wanted to do Cosmic pineapple seed planting so it's for people that are kind of wanting to get more on the path and you know maybe wanting to try meditation for the first time or to learn about yoga or to learn about different cultures or to learn a little bit about shamanism or just you know just those first steps that aren't going to go in the Bhagavad Gita or sit in a cave in the top of a mountain in India or something <laughs> these openings you know and it's, it's, it's really turned into that and then the, that was the website and then the event started in 2016 and I do them at an amazing hotel called Pikes which is this boutique hotel it's i think they opened it in the 60s or the 70s but the history is crazy they had like the owner used to go to grace jones in the 80s and they had everyone stay there in that time like george michael shot the video to wham's club tropicana around the pool and 
you know, if you go into the office, you just see all of these pictures of all these awesome artists from across the years that have stayed there, like Sade, Bon Jovi, Kylie Minogue, obviously Queen, obviously Grace. Yeah, and then, so it's, I've known Dawn for many years, who um, who owns Pikes, who's my old boss. And I just, I, I wanted to do these events with Cosmic, and I was trying to find the right place. And then someone suggested Dawn, and I was like, oh my God, Pikes, of course. And then we, we met up, and the concept is to mix the music and the magic side of the island, and also life. I would say because it's not just Ibiza and what I do is I bring in different DJs a lot of them that I've worked with over the years they come and play and at first it was well, no it still is a lot of them play for charity so they come and donate their set their time their music for charity and that's kind of they're bringing in the music people. And then what I do around that is I bring in different healers, different teachers, different sharers, energy workers, a big market. We have a healing area. We have a dome where we do all the teaching. So it's kind of like this little, I guess the ethos is, you know, when you would go to a festival and you, you want to go to the main stage and you want to go and see LCD sound system. I don't know why that one came in. <laughs> but like, you're, on your way to, you're on your way back from LCD sound system and then you see you like pop into this other tent and you see this amazing DJ or you see this amazing live band and you're like, wow, who are these? Yeah. You kind of take home with you. Yes. And this is the ethos of this. So people are going to come for the DJ, but then they're going to be like, oh, like what's meditation? What's Reiki? What are crystals? Like, and at first <laughs> yeah. it was that. And at first I it was that. that. And now they know what it all is and now they're just open to it. So it's yeah. so cool because it's almost like, you know, if, if someone doesn't know anything about the crystals, the Reiki, the meditation, the sound baths, you're opening up a whole new door for them or experience or perspective because yes, maybe they're just like, oh, this heard about this amazing day party. Like, let's go. And yes, they're going for the DJ, but little do they know <laughs> they're going to be like roaming around the grounds and, you know, maybe discovering something that they didn't know existed before. And I think that's really beautiful. And I mean, I've been such a big fan of Cosmic Pineapple. I've been watching you all, all these years. I've been it sounds super creepy, but, <laughs> but I've been following you on, on socials and um, I was always like, this is so cool. Also, I know that you've trickled into even some of the music conferences such as oh, Amsterdam Dance Event. You did like a sound healing. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that later, later of the sound healing. But I just like have been watching and watching you grow over the years. And can you take us through kind of like an audio walkthrough of like when someone arrives, what does the layout look like? What can someone expect? when they come to Cosmic Pineapple. <laughs> the Pikes is like an Alice in Wonderland canvas. It's this amazing venue that is it's like a labyrinth. Like you kind of never know what you're going to go, never know what it's going to lead. And it's, it's, it's such a beautiful, I call it a canvas to paint on first off. So you enter in through the rainbow. A rainbow is a sign of unity and connection and so and connection to spirit. So you enter in the rainbow and as you come into Pikes, we always have a charity donation. So um, we work with different charities for each event. And the idea is based on the yogic philosophy that you dedicate your practice to something higher than yourself. So we've worked with different charities across the years from like planting trees, which I'm kind of what I feel really strongly about now. War charities, mental health charities, children charities, abuse charities, like lots of different things. Whatever's kind of in the consciousness at that time, that's what the charity is. And then so you enter in having given your donation and as you enter in there's the healing gardens just as you enter and we've got different healers and energy workers sometimes we have sound therapists we have whatever comes through and that's what I love 
And then we have, you go into the pink tennis courts on the right, and that's where we have a big market. And these wonderful ladies called Daniela and Luana organize these market sellers from across the island. And it's a lot of creative sellers selling everything from face scrubs to rugs to secondhand clothes to vintage to sparkles, whatever it's just instead. <laughs> yeah. And then you go up around the pool and we have, so it used to, we'd have more, but now it's, there's no dancing. We have the pineapple pool party. So there's loads of, and um, we have different DJs playing around the pool. And this year alone, we've had, we've had Sasha, we've had Ida Engberg and Adam Bayer. We've had Josh Wink, Cece is the resident. We've had William Joko, many more. I can't think about who else. <laughs> like, we usually do secret sets. And then we have food and drink around the pool. That's kind of the more party element. And then when you go back down again, we have a big geodome. And inside the geodome is where we have all the teachings. And this is kind of my favorite spot. So I invite teachers generally from the island. And we have everything from Kundalini yoga to meditations, to womb healings, to drumming workshops, to crystal sound meditations, a bit of everything. And I, I love, I love the dome, and I love the, I love the fact with pipes and with cosmic, you can kind of do anything. Like a lot of people, I noticed at the beginning of the summer, they just wanted to go and party and socialize and connect. On the next cosmic, which is on Thursday, um, it's going to be a full moon in Aquarius, and cosmically, all of the teachers are Aquarius in the dome somehow. Oh. I don't know. I think two of them started off Aquarius, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to see who else is Aquarius, and then I kind of know of reading to star signs. So, and then I got well, everyone. I'm Aquarius also. So we got everyone in as Aquarius. And then at some point, this someone contacted me. Like, he's, he's a, mu- a sound healing musician. He was like, I really want to come and do something, coming over. And then we had a call the other day. And I was like, look, it's possible. I'm like, can I ask your star sign? He was like, I'm Aquarius. And I was like, oh, my God, you're in. This is <laughs> You passed the test. <laughs> and then um, I told you in the story. And he was like, wow. So it's funny. It's, it's, yeah, it's a very Uranian energy. So yeah, that's it. And then we finish. So it starts at four o'clock. We used to have the space rave as well, which is where the party would be. And we've had everyone over the years from Ellen Alien was the first DJ to play on the oh. first event. Yeah, she was. Nice. And I was so because it was like Alien. And, oh, yeah. You know, of course. And also one of the things I've always done is I, I don't talk about it, but I, I feel like it's one of the best things that I've ever learned is show, don't tell. And I, I book everyone from across the board. I'm not like just booking this person, this person, this person, but I believe in equality in every single way. So all of the bookings always have that thread running through it, which I really love. And so, yeah, we've had crazy, crazy people over the years. And that, that was where everyone would dance until 4 a.m. But now that's kind of legal. So yeah. <laughs> I get tired by midnight, so I, I want to be home. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it funny how, the, how we've all like changed our like sleeping habits now because, you know, things aren't so late anymore and I'm exactly like 12. I'm like, okay, I'm tired now. <laughs> but I kind of like it. <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I love being up early. And same. But the theme for this summer is create your own reality. Can you share with us a little story behind this theme and where that kind of came to you yeah each year there's there's a different theme and last year in october i did my first vision quest in ibiza the vision quest is traditionally a native american rite of passage and it used to be for men only it's now come out of the native american cultures and so women can do it as well it, a it's where you go into nature for four days and four nights and um, you don't eat you don't drink you don't talk you don't communicate in any way you're not allowed to write or anything like that and you're put in a three meter by three meter square basically with nothing 
but you and your prayers. So when you go, you, we have to make 365 prayers of tobacco before we go. And then you're sitting in your space in silence. And when I was there, I had, when they when they planted me, there was a huge spider in the spider web above, like the only place that I could sleep. And I'm, oh, I'm yeah. a, I, I, I was scared of spiders. And I remember when I got planted, I was like, ah! I would have been freaking out. <laughs> trying not to show it, but really like in my face. And then yes. Like, oh, hey, why? That's amazing. And I was like, and they were like, are you okay? And then, this, the, you know, the the Kim that's like, oh, was like, oh. And then the me that was like on my path that knew that this was all part of it was like, yeah, fine. And then I kind of, I, I, I accidentally broke her web twice when I was there. And by the morning, she had recreated it again. So I got friends with this spider. Like, it was literally <laughs> like, every time she ate, she was eating for me. Every time she caught something in her neck. Uh, her web she was 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 doing it for me as well and um you know she never came near me it was a respect thing she was doing okay. her thing I was doing my thing. okay and I just yeah about how like the 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 spiritual meaning of the spider is like she weaves her web of destiny she creates her own reality and it's it's about how we are we're not we're almost we're not weaving the web the web the web is weaving us so it's um we're all part of this great web of reality and I guess the main reason for me for creating it, because of what's happened in my life, like it's kind of a do or die scenario. So the things that happened, I could have either gone down or, you know, taken, gone from where I was and recreated something new from it. And that's what the spider did. So when I broke her web twice, she recreated a new web by the next morning. So is this, for me, it's this ethos and it's like this whole, and it it really goes with everything that happens at Cosmic because there's a lot of people there that are creating their own realities. There's such creative souls that some of them, some people that are part of it, have come. Well, in fact, I think in dance music, a lot of people that got into dance music were seeking something. And because of the power of the music and these connections we made with these like-minded souls, everyone was like able to create this mad reality. So, so yeah, it's like that. I love it. And then Thank it's, you. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is connected, isn't it? So I actually do want to touch on, you kind of just mentioned, but like the death of the self and the reality shift, which can occur at any point in life where you actually just no longer resonate with an old version of yourself and, you know, kind of peeling back that onion, as we might say, what was an experience maybe you had that brought you closer to yourself to peel back the layers? And, you know, at the end of the day, this helps you birth cosmic pineapple, the shift that you were feeling or calling to, yeah. you know, end a cycle, I guess, if you want to say. Yeah, I mean, it's mad because I think that the first thing that was the awakening for me, I, I mean, first traveling for sure and, and and going to Ibiza, but I think I was I a was huge escapist for my early 20s. Um, my mum passed away when I was 26. So that, that was the first, you know, that was like yeah. the first thing that showed me that I couldn't live the life that I was doing. And I really tried to. I, I tried to continue to party. I tried to continue the way that I was and I just couldn't. And everything was just telling me no. Like I'd have two drinks and I'd forget everything. You know, oh, wow. Yeah. What I was doing the night before, I'd be like, oh my God. And then the second one, five years ago, I lost my brother in a really traumatic way. And I, I got really sick after that. So that, and that was when I had to leave PR because I mean, you know, from PR, it's such a mental world. And I got post-traumatic stress disorder from it as well. And yeah, so from that, I had to, I ha- I couldn't listen. I couldn't even listen to dance music anymore. I couldn't do my job. And I remember I was working with some amazing artists all, all of my life. And I was doing like a very simple, you know, interview schedule. And I got it all wrong, everything wrong. 
And it was like the one of the artist managers were like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't think I am okay. And it was literally that started the, the me stopping to do it. And then, you know, I had to just listen to Sanskrit mantras for ages and medicine music and crystal singing bowls. And, and it's this... Is this, is this weaving of reality and it just kind of had to stop this vibration and go more into this vibration, which is also came around the same time that I found Crystal Singing Bowls. They have helped me so much. Like the, their gentle, magical, ethereal vibration is, is something else so yes actually and then of course because I've been <laughs> following you for years I, I saw when you were like starting to share some of your video contents of you and your bowls and your ceremonies what I guess would you say made you gravitate towards the crystal bowls this story that you just shared with us is there anything more that kind of brought you there and I know that you also mentioned that you're doing a sound journey offerings every Monday evening in Ibiza so you know, how would you say this has quite literally increased your frequency and vibrations in your life after experiencing mm-hmm. such traumas and shifts? <laughs> yeah. So I, the first time I experienced bowls with Tibetan bowls when I was traveling in Nepal, and you know, I just I bought my first bowl there. But the first time I experienced crystal bowls properly was when I did my second yoga training at the end of 2016 in Guatemala. It was a place called the Mystical Yoga Farm, and it was. It was my 500 hours. So this was the, I'd already done my base in India. And, and what drew me to it is obviously the name, Mystical Yoga Farm. And that it was all like about shamanic elements, mysticism, music, and all of these things that I love. And they had um, a dome inside the, in, in the, in the grounds. And they had all these different music instruments in there. So I would literally just go in there every day and just start chanting and singing with the bowls and resonating with the bowls. And that, did something to me and then I was visiting my friend Joe Little in LA who now runs Creative Cleansing she's also an ex-music music person I went and as I was on my way there a lady on Instagram had shared this video of this called a uh, Ashna light and it's this light that you, when you close your eyes and meditate under it it puts your brainwave into different frequencies so like alpha, theta, gamma and she, she shared it on Instagram and I was like oh what's this and then she, she told me and then she said oh, this guy's in LA and he's going to come to my my house next week. And I was like, oh, God, I'm on my way to LA. And I was staying with Joe. And we went to her house on a full moon eclipse, um, no less. And he <laughs> arrived with like 13 bowls and this light, this Ashna light. And I was just playing the bowls whilst he was doing the Ashna light. I was just captivated. And I bought my first bowls from him and then started in his, um, I think, with the crystal, and then I started literally then, and and I think with crystal singing bowls, it's I have so much music inside of me. You know, I work with some of the most amazing electronic producers in dance music that I'm I'm really proud of. And you definitely learn something through resonance when you're around these people and you're listening to their music all the time. So I know the structure really well. But, you know, a DJ set the this stuff. So I am with you. <laughs> I think one of my biggest healings was when I moved to the islands and I just I, I wasn't really seeing anyone. I was just playing crystal balls every day. So it was just but um yeah and then happens and then I started to do the bowls at the end of yoga and then I started, I remember the first time I did my first crystal bowl journey. But now it's like it's, it's like the the events cater for that kind of wild side of me that's still in there, like the, that loves the chaos, the creativity and the bringing all of these energies together and the, you don't quite know what's going to happen. But the crystal bowls, I just feel so soft afterwards. And it's, 
you know, some people are very science how they describe it, but it's just there's just softness, this magic, this serenity, and this calmness, and and that comes through when you play them and when you're when you listen to them as well. I'm sure you've experienced. I've had I've been in one sound bath before, and it was so incredible. And I I'm drawn to it as well. And I know I would love to purchase for my home just for my own pleasure but <laughs> we'll see what happens <laughs> I'll talk to you in six months I don't know what'll happen but it seems like just such an incredible tool for your own like mm-hmm. energy field for yourself can you share with us what what you're offering on Monday nights in Ibiza like what does that how long is the sound is it a sound journey with the sound bowls the whole time or is there a meditation involved or how does that work? I change each time. Each time. It's the same with yoga. Depending on who's in the room is depending on what I can offer. So if, if people arrive and I sense that they're quite, their energies are flying a little bit, then the best thing that I can do is bring them in into a more calm and relaxed state with some breath work. So we might do some Nadi Shodhana breath work, which is the alternate nostril breathing. And that helps to calm the hemispheres of the brain. Sometimes I'll do chanting to get them into it as well. And that's just to get us all in the same the same brainwave or the same resonance together. And then when we're in the resonance, I get them to lay down. Sometimes people are already in it and they're just like laying down and they, you just go straight into it. And then I get everyone to lay down, close their eyes. I usually do a little bit of, what's it called when you get everyone to relax the parts of the body? Not not a yoga. Anyway, there's a type of yoga that you start at the feet and then you get them to relax their whole body and they use the bowls for that. And then I just channel is is definitely a channeling a lot of my friends have said that because I'm quite a like it's like a different person and it is it's so true it's like I get out of the way and then I start to channel whatever's coming through so I usually start with the bowls and we have this kind of nice introduction and not introduction but like very slow like just getting people in and if you feel there's a bit of disturbance in the energy you might have to play with a few bowls just to kind of get their brains to kind of calm down a little bit and then you go deep and each one depends and then I sing songs I work a lot with Sanskrit mantras because I've, I've been working with them for a long time medicine songs I love and you know, they each bring through a different frequency as well. So sometimes it's, it depends, you know, it depends what the moon is doing. It depends who's in the room. It depends on what's going on in the world to what the message that comes through. And I never plan it. And it's just always, sometimes just sounds come out and then you're like, okay, where did that come from? But they're really, I've been doing them over a year and my friend's magical Mongolian yurt in her garden. And it was like in a little spaceship and we just, yeah, it's so nice. And oh, I think I've seen, me. I've seen some photos of that. Yeah. We'll, we'll share those. It's so beautiful. Yeah. That's so lovely. So nice. <laughs> and then, that's, I mean, the reason why that started is because before I was getting a lot of, I was starting to do a lot more festivals and stuff. So I did Amsterdam dance event in this huge church. And that was like the red, the sound in that church, because they have such high ceilings and, you know, your voice and the bowls would just bounce off of the ceilings. And then I was doing that, but because of um, everything, I've been in Ibiza, but it's been amazing because you just really learn your craft, I think, when you're in one place, <laughs> same time, every time, and then you do it. So, yeah, love it. I love it. That's so great. I'm going to look into some crystal balls, some crystal balls and then I'll let you know how it goes for me. <laughs> Can you share with us one or two muses in your life you'd love to give a shout out to? Muses. Ah, muses. 
One is Baby Jane. So Baby Jane Electro Queen is the smallest drag queen in the world. I met Baby Jane in the Ibiza in 2008 at Space. And then when I worked at Cocoon, she was always a dancer there. And she's always like loved her. And I remember the first time I met her, I got my photo taken with her because she's such a crazy character. And then started to work together together in cocoon and you know she's never really remembered me but I was always like hi and then, uh, <laughs> when I started cosmic pineapple I actually went up to her and I was like listen I'm doing this event called cosmic pineapple and I told her the ether of the sky like, can you get me there can you get me home can you can you feed me and I was like yeah and she's like okay I'll come and then she's been to every single one pretty much and just brings the most amount of joy and if I could say for anyone that has created their own reality, it's her. Like, it's just her, her he, he, her. She's such a special being. And just, like, the, the love and the gratitude. Like, even sometimes I forget gratitude. And it's, like, the most powerful tool we have to shift things. And sometimes I'm like... And then she'll be like, I just feel so grateful. And this and this. And I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> it's true it does change your perspective when you're just like great gratitude <laughs> yeah okay yeah yeah, I, yeah exactly i took her to dc10 once and everyone she looked wild and did you time me and everyone wanted their photo take their photo taken with her and i was like so i was like became her kind of personal assistant it was really like one point she had 10 euros and i was like <laughs> as a joke yeah 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 like, you get my photo taken and I was like yeah. 10 euros and like, what <laughs> yeah 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 make a business out of it on the dance floor <laughs> I mean it was just a joke but like yeah, quickness yeah, yeah. and then sometimes we accidentally wear similar clove coordinations at Cosmic Pineapple which makes me laugh so much <laughs> and I guess my, my goddaughter would be one she's just like she's 10 now and she's such a magical being she's a powerhouse and she just inspires me in every way. She's naturally into everything magical, everything ceremonial. Like, and she just, yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful. Oh. Just she, she, yeah, she inspires me so much. That's so lovely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aw, a little cosmic pineapple in the making. <laughs> she's she's already there. <laughs> she's been before. Oh, she came to one of the cosmics, and um, it's when we had mermaids around the pool, and she was like my sister for the day, and um, she was. Very annoying. And at one point she was like, Kimmy, when are the mermaids coming? When are the mermaids coming? And I was like, Odessa, just leave it. They're going to be here later. She's like, but what if they, what if the mermaids don't like me? They only want to hang out with the other children. And I was like, oh. And like, <laughs> my heart went out. So when the mermaids got there, I was like, mermaids, can you please, please talk to my little friends? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, they were like, and she shimmied up to them and she looked so happy. And I was like, oh, that made my day. And then like a few months later, back to visit them in London and I was like Odessa were you really happy with the mermaids and she was like Kimmy I know they weren't real I could see their feet okay so we're gonna get to the follow your bliss finale question can you share with us one positive affirmation or any life advice you'd like to share with our listeners well I guess creating your own realities is, is it feels so strong for me at the moment and I think one of the main words that I always need to put in is trust. And it's trust in yourself, for sure. Trust in... I remember when I was really starting on this path, I was... One of my main teachings is from the Moon Dance in Costa Rica, which is a, a feminine dance empowerment, and it's wild. And one of it is it's led by the abuelas, the grandmothers. And when I was stuck, when I did my first big crystal singing bowl journey in Ibiza, I was really nervous. And then I messaged one of the abuelas, and I was like, I don't believe in myself. Like, can you tell me how to believe in myself? And then she was like, you don't need to believe in yourself. You need to believe in spirit. And I was like, yeah. 
So then I was just like, hand it over. And it's, and, and one of the biggest things that I've learned is, you know, when you can't, when you can't understand or deal with a problem, and it's a yogic philosophy, philosophy as well, is Ishvara Pranidhana, um, absolute supreme surrender. So when you can't deal with something, when you think you can't handle it, you just give it up, you surrender it to whichever deity, whatever you believe in, just hand it over, like the fairies, the gods, the sun, the moons, the stars, whatever you want to hand to, just, just hand it and, and then do something to look after yourself and nourish yourself and then just see what happens because we create these blocks and I'm definitely guilty of it. Like I create these blocks with my mind and then just let, letting go, as they say. Yeah, just surrender for it. sure. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Kim, it was so lovely to chat with you today and share all of your wonderful stories and inspiration. And I'm going to link everything in your episode description. And I'm just so excited to see what's next for you. <laughs> Thank you so Thank you so much. It's, yeah, it's really beautiful. Thank you. And I love what you're doing as well. This is feminine connection. is super yeah. It is. And it's something that, I mean, this is just such a passion project for me. And I think sometimes when I'm making my schedule for the podcast, it's very intuitive in the moment. Okay. I'm like, okay, so who do I feel I want this month or this and this, like what's happening? And I don't like to plan too in advance, but I also know everyone's got schedules, but (laughs) it's also, uh, I just like being intuitive with who's on the podcast and what feels right. So I kept seeing Cosmic Pineapple popping up and I was like, I'm going to ask him. <laughs> I love the feminine intuition. I really, really resonate with that. And it's just, oh. you just follow it, haven't you? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, have a beautiful evening and I wish you all the best with all the rest of the season. It's so good to see Thank you. you. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you.